We interrupt this program. We interrupt this program to bring you Vikings Vent Line, the one show where you get to react to how the purple played right away. Right away. Call in now with your thoughts on the game. 651-646-8255. This is Vikings Vent Line. Johnson, Marcus May, and Buster Screen all out in the secondary. And they're looking for the big one. And it is a touchdown to who else but Adam Thielen. Well, they just totally gotten away from the run game. And that's intercepted on a tip ball by Harrison Smith. Down the sideline, inside the 15, and dropped inside the 10. 651-646-8255. It's Vikings vent line on the heels of a Vikings 37-17 victory over the New York Jets. It's Zolgad, Manny Hill, Matthew Collar. Once again, 651-646-8255. 877-615-1500 if you're outside the Metro. And uh, gentlemen, first off, I'd like to start the show by apologizing to everyone, including you guys, who had to watch this game. It's a victory, so that's fine. But between the broadcast itself on Fox <laughs> and hearing about the wind conditions in New Jersey and and hearing Chris Bielman talk about the fact that he might have been beaten as a child, I'm not quite sure, <laughs> and then watching that game, there were a lot better ways to spend your Sunday. Uh, yeah. Um, Vikings Ventline, by the way, brought to you by Lucky's 13th Pub. Uh, they're Lucky's good. Com. They're fantastic. And... You know, if you were at Lucky's 13 Pub, you probably didn't have to listen to the broadcast. Uh, if you were watching the game there, you didn't have to listen to Tom Brenneman and Chris Spielman. I don't know what they were talking about for most of the game. But, yes, the Vikings uh, get a win, and it was sloppy at times and ugly. And I'm just trying to figure out if the wind was a factor. I don't, I'm not Matthew sure. Matthew Collar, what do you think? Do you think the wind affected today's game at MetLife Stadium? I think from a broadcast standpoint, I don't. I have never heard so many factual errors. Like, so many just... <laughs> you know what? Like, that was my problem with it. Yeah, like, okay, we can right. always complain about, all oh, these guys don't know the team as well as we do and everything else. But when you say that Eric Kendricks played in college with Sam Darnold, which is wrong, <laughs> Marcus On Shields... So I mean, they're... Latavius Murray homecoming. He's from 240 miles away from New Jersey. I, I mean, there were just so many things that we were sitting here just mind blown. But to the game, the Vikings, I thought of it as Arizona, New York, take care of business, take care of business. Both mm-hmm. of those games. You mm-hmm. should beat these teams. They have rookie quarterbacks. They're not good football teams. You should beat them if you are really going to be the contender that everyone said you could be. And you needed to go into the game against New Orleans in great shape on both sides of the ball, but especially feeling like your defense was back on track after bad games against Buffalo and Los Angeles. They've done that, so neither one of those games were pretty. In fact, both were hideous, but that's okay. You will take grindfest wins. You will take ugly as long as your defense is playing the way you expect your defense to play. Uh, 651-646-8255. Ben in Florida, what's up? Um, nothing much, guys. Um, I do want to ask you this. Should Brian O'Neill be the starting right tackle going forward? I just don't see a reason to have Rashad Hill as a, um, as a starting right tackle going forward. And safety go for maybe safety George Alopin or Anthony Harris. I just, Anthony Harris, I just don't see a reason for Andrew Sedale to be the starting the starting safety going forward. So, I don't know. I just want to get your thoughts on those guys. Two things, but great win for the team. All right. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate the call. 
Uh, I'll answer both those, if you yep. don't mind. Uh, yes, and probably not, but I could buy into it. So, yes, on Brian O'Neill, I think he should just start at right tackle, especially next week. It's going to be a game where they face off with Cameron Jordan, who demolished Rashad Hill in the playoff game last year. And to George Iloka, I like the way he's played over the last two weeks. I don't think that he will start when Sadeo comes back, but I think that they should have him continue to play that he should be as part of some types of different packages to rotate safeties in because he's been very good. All right. Let's go back to the phone line, 651-646-8255. Lindsay, what's going on? How are you? Hey, boys. How are you? We're great. What's up, LB? Well, first of all, I would like to nominate uh, a new nickname for Sheldon Richardson. He is now known to me as Uncle Shelby. But (laughs) call me maybe. I have a question for you about Dalvin Cook. Because... We're doing just fine, aren't we? You think so? I mean, last few games haven't been so bad. Granted, we're not really playing against anybody, but yeah. I mean, do we consider re-signing uh, what's his face next year? God, I can't even remember his name. Latavis That's bad. Murray. Yeah, yeah, Murray. Do we re-sign Murray next year? Is that an option? All right, thanks. Uh, Dalvin Cook to me, if he is healthy and can play, makes a complete difference here. So if you can get him playing. His ability to to catch the ball, run the ball, and block, I, I think that this offense would gain a dynamic that it misses right now almost completely. Manny, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I Dalvin Cook just adds a ton. I mean, we, we saw in the in the game at Lambeau a few weeks ago where he was split out into the. I think they had him in the slot, sort of, and he he ran a slant a slant route over mm-hmm. the middle, and Cousins hit him like right on the money. Like that's. That's why Dalvin Cook is valuable because he can do things like that. You can put him out as a receiver and he can run some routes and he's got, you know, pretty good hands to catch a football. And they don't really have somebody that they can put in their backfield that can do that. So, I mean, Latavius Murray has done a nice job the last couple of weeks. And I think he's a very serviceable running back that to the point where if you do lose a Dalvin Cook, that you're not, that your running game is not just completely shot. Right. You know, he he's a good yes. option, but I mean, if if you can get Dalvin Cook back healthy, I mean that that's just that only helps your offense. Randy in Oakland, what's going on? Hey, what's going on guys? I'd like to give a shout out as far as a good all around performance by the offensive line. Uh I thought the running game has been strong the last two games. My only concern with last week was because any running back can look good against the Arizona Cardinals defense. But they looked really good against this New York Jets defense as well. Adam Thielen, seven straight games with 100 receiving yards to start the season. The defense was phenomenal. They had four, they forced, I believe, four turnovers with three interceptions and one fumble, if I'm not mistaken. And the Jets, if I'm not mistaken, they were seventh in the league in rushing yards per game coming into this game with, I believe, about 127 rushing yards per game. And they held the Vikings or they held the Jets under 100 yards. So that was some good stuff right there. Uh, Steven Weatherly and Jaylon Curse, they've been a pleasant surprise for this Vikings defense. I think losing Barr, if he's out for an extended period of time, I think they're fine with Eric Wilson. Uh, if you lose Xavier Rose for an extended period of time, I think that's where you have some cause for concern. But other than that, the only gripe I have is for a large chunk of this game. I know we scored 37 points in this game, but a large chunk of this game was just suspect play calling and suspect quarterback play. I just don't really understand it. Basically defaulting to endless screen pass and 
bootleg play action passes to throw Stephon Diggs at the line of scrimmage. That's not going to really work going against the Saints. I don't want to hear anything about the win. There are plenty of quarterbacks and coaches that have to deal with open field stadiums in the upper Northeast and the Midwest. So, uh, Kirk Cousins, he has a strong arm. He's got to get it together. Adam Thielen, he had 100 receiving yards, so he was able to throw in stride to him with no problems. But to everybody else, it just seemed like they were super conservative. But good win, uh, 4-2-1, and one, and uh, let's see what they do against the Saints next week. Thanks, sir. I think my concern on the offensive side would just be that Kirk Cousins, for the second time this year, threw a backward pass for a fumble. I mean, that there are just some things that happen with him where you cannot explain them. I mean, how that happens once is kind of a freak thing. It was a bad throw, and Rock Thomas kind of dropped it. But then to throw the ball to the ground backwards for a fumble is so bizarre and inexcusable that you wonder if it's just part of who Kirk Cousins is, that he will have these brain cramps. And even there was a throw into the back of the end zone where it was clear he should have thrown the ball away. And the Jets defender, if he decided to use both of his mitts, he could have easily picked it off. That there were times in this game where Cousins made a great throw for a touchdown, but there were other times where it was just inexcusable. And this is kind of the Kirk Cousins experience that we've learned. That is him, right? And if you're going to beat good teams who aren't going to go 16 for 40 one with three picks, <clears throat> Drew Brees next week. They're 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 going to need him to avoid any of these brain cramp type mistakes. I mean, this is not just oh someone beat a, an offensive lineman in strip sack. This is you literally threw the ball backwards for a fumble. Like what again? Again, you've done it the before. Second, that's, that's the time. Well, and how about how about the sack that he took earlier in the game where he 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 was sacked at like the one yard line where he's first of all he's hanging on to the ball too long. That ball has to come out a lot quicker, and then he's, like, backpedaling or, like, rolling backwards into, like, more pressure. Almost into the end zone. Almost into the end zone, and it was almost a safety. He almost fumbled the football. The ball actually did come out, but it was after he was down on the ground. It's just little reckless brain farts, just things like, it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, that, you're better than that. 651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, Viking Vent Line with Zolgad. Manny Matthew rolls on with Sam in St. Paul. Hey, Sam. Hey, guys. Um, two takeaways from this game is I think it's time to move on from Marcus Sherrill's. Um, you know, he had that decent return late in the game, but that uh, that punt where he let the ball go to the goal line, that was inexcusable. I, we continue to see that. And uh, I wonder if you guys think we should trade for Patrick Peterson if Xavier Rhodes is going to be out. Thanks. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate it. I think that if Xavier Rhodes is going to be out, they have to find a solution for another corner. I mean, they're running out of bodies here. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, they re-signed Craig James to the practice squad, and he actually played really well. Can they afford that contract? But that was what I was going to bring up is there are some guys that they could try to trade for, but I don't think Patrick Peterson is one of them. I, I don't know how the heck they would afford him. They could try to restructure someone's deal. I saw the Patriots just did this with Stephon Gilmore to restructure a deal if they needed to add anyone at the trade deadline. But, I mean, to make enough money there, because they're right up against it. They have about $1.7 million. So very, very little cap room there to to work with to make a, a Patrick Peterson deal possible. But a trade has to be a potential thing that they could do here with all the injuries they have if Rhodes is going to be out. So on defense right now, Joseph didn't play today with uh, three separate problems. 
Griffin didn't play. Rhodes gets hurt. Bart hurts his hamstring. So that's four key names right there. Oof. That's the bad news. But Manny Hill, you've got some good news for us. I do. Vikings Vent Line is brought to you by Lucky's 13 Pub. Um, Lucky's13pub.com. Five Twin Cities locations. Uh, you can find your Lucky's, as I mentioned, at Lucky's13pub.com. So, yeah. Six, five, we're going to be there, Manny. Yeah, when? You me. When? Thursday. Thursday? I think. Thursdays is correct, I think, but in which one? Roseville. Is that oh, a place? Oh, in Roseville, yes. Roseville is very much a place, and that's a very nice one. Let's continue the uh, phone call, 651-646-8255. Let's go to uh, Fargo and our buddy Chansey. Hey, Chansey. Hey, guys. Uh, nice fall day. Good Vikings win. Workman-like, but uh, we'll take it. <laughs> well played. Uh, I will echo some of the thoughts on Cousins. He's making me a little nervous. Uh, you know, the pass into the back of the end zone that was referenced, the backward lateral. Last week was a pretty weak pick thrown against Arizona and, and more batted balls today at the line. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that it's going to take more than that to beat top teams. Uh, earlier in the year, I was feeling pretty darn good, but, uh, last couple of weeks, done enough to win, but I don't think that that's going to win big playoff games in uh, January. But, my favorite play call of the day. So as a Vikings fan, we've all been there, right? Yep. The game is 27-17. The Vikings had it 27-10. You think we're cruising to a win. Okay, we let up a garbage TD. And we got the ball at about the 35 of the Jets, and it's fourth down. And here I'm thinking, yep, Zimmer will go and punt and uh, kick it out of the end zone, and they'll probably drive down and score, and we'll be just hanging on for a 27-24 win, right? Mm-hmm. And nope, for once... We decide, fourth down, we're going for it, and we just dagger them. Touchdown to the end zone. Thank you, game over. Break their spirits right there. It just felt so refreshing not to have that Vikings game where you just, you knew you had the win all along, but you just got to grind your teeth to the very last second. And I want to applaud Zimmer. I hope he does it more. The play call was great. Go for the end zone. Let's see that. If you have a really good defense, you should be going for it more often on fourth down rather than less. I want to say thanks to them for that play call. So thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right. Let's continue on with the calls. Dan in Woodbury. Hey, guys. I just turned on the program, and I don't know. It just sounds like you're <laughs> really, really nitpicking uh, a lot of things. I mean, I feel like we won 37-14 or something like that, and it's as though we are like a six-time Super Bowl champion. So people are just like all over Cousins. I'm like, I don't even think Cousins had a bad game at all, you know. And That was college, so, too, Dan. Not just us, yeah, 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 well. yeah. I don't know. It just feels like we've had 20 years of lousy quarterback play, say for a couple years here and there, and it's just incredibly humorous to me to like turn it on and have like Collar talking about like the dude. Yeah. Threw hey Dan, a pass they averaged, they averaged stuff, 5.6 yards a pass today. Collar, I mean, you're like the most negative dude in the world. It's like, I, didn't you come from Buffalo that really never won anything? Yeah, no? I don't know what don't difference know. that makes at all. They averaged 5.6 well, yards like a pass today. That, that team in Buffalo, they threw actually. a pass backwards for the second time for a fumble. This is the New York Jets. It's not the New Orleans Saints. If you want to be considered one of the best teams in the NFC that's going to compete for a Super Bowl, like you told everyone when right, you signed for Cousins, then... Yeah, you're gonna have to, you're gonna scrutinize a guy when you average five yards a pass for a day. And if they didn't play perfect defense and get three picks, they're losing this game. Last week, if they don't keep Josh Rosen from going 0 for 10 on third down, they lose that game because of the way their quarterback played. Yeah, sorry, they paid the guy 84 million. We're gonna nitpick. Come on. What? 
Carla, you just came from Buffalo, so you know. I don't what, know what, what difference what you that know? makes about what anything. Do you know? And I didn't just come from Buffalo. And you are you are negative, but you don't trump me. <laughs> well, no, it's not being negative. Don't you dare it's come in the studio it's and be the most. No, no, and and yes, and he is making eighty four million dollars. And keep in mind, this is a Super Bowl team. That's the expectation. This is not a playoff right. team. This That's is why a you team. signed Kirk Cousins right. to begin right. with. Right. So, so if you you get into trouble by just accepting today and saying, "Well, that's great, they won." That's fine if you are if you're a team that is trying to get to let's say nine or ten wins. But if you want to get to where they didn't get last year, nitpicking becomes important. Well, I mean, that's just that that that's the reality of sports. And I also think if you're looking at his games so far this year and you're trying to figure out how often he's played well, how often he has made you nervous, which I thought the other caller put it perfectly, made you nervous is the right way to put Kirk Cousins because you go through these games and in the first game, he goes 0 for 7 in the fourth quarter, nearly throws a pick six at the end that would have brought the 49ers back in the game. He goes three quarters against Green Bay where they score no points, seven points through three quarters, and then comes back at the end with throw that made you nervous into tight windows. He's fumbled more times than anyone in the league since 2015. He is a very good quarterback. We've said this all the time, yeah. over and over and over, that he's a very, very good quarterback. But he does things that make you nervous. And when you're talking about teams that won't let you off the hook, like the Jets have and like Arizona does, it makes you wonder if you're going to be able to beat them if you throw a pass backward into the ground. Like an inexcusable, bizarre, crazy play, and one that he makes regularly. Like a, an interception last week, he just heaves it into the secondary where no one is. I mean, these things are happening on a weekly basis, and if you do it against good teams, they're going to beat you. I don't know how that's really even debatable. Bob and Woodbury, what's up? Hi, guys. Uh, you already touched on it a few times, especially Collar. Uh, but the batted passes. <laughs> That's going to cause a problem eventually, and I don't know how you correct that. You can't make the guy any taller, right? Right. Uh, the quarterback. So Unfortunately. What you do? Mm-hmm. Do some rollouts? Because that's, that, uh, that's is very dangerous, and it's an interception waiting to happen for the other team. And uh, that I don't know how they're going to correct, but the offensive coordinator has got to do it. Thanks, that's Bob. going to cause some problems Thank in you. a big game down the line. Thank you, sir. What's the problem there? Because this is now not a fluke. This is not one game. This is, I think we're up to something like eight to nine batted to tip passes in uh, two games. I think it's because he anchors himself in one spot in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Like you see a lot of quarterbacks mm-hmm. who are really good who slide. I mean, Brady does this. Brady's 6'5, but Drew Brees, the master, you know, slides a couple of feet here or there, buys himself some time. I, I think with Cousins, they all know that that he's not going to move once he's found his spot. And so if they watch his eyes where he's about to throw the ball, you can get your hands up. And I don't know if it's a thing that's going to happen week in and week out or not, but it definitely has these last two weeks. Kevin, what's going on? How are you? Thanks for holding on. Who, me? Yep, you. You're on. Minneapolis. Hey, I just lighten up, guys. It was a very entertaining game. Do we need to know if they're going to win from the opening kickoff? What's wrong with Tavius Murray? Hey, it's fun. Let's enjoy it. Come on, we're Minnesota sports fans. We double them up on the road. Elements, the wind. Okay? We'll see ya. Thanks, Kevin. That was... It was I, windy. It was windy. I, that was not an entertaining I, I, game. It I'm wasn't sorry. an entertaining game. No. 
I, mean, I understand saying, hey, you won by 20 points. Absolutely. Like, sure. But I, the last two games, you won them. Maybe if we got Nance and Romo, that it would have helped us a little bit. Gosh, that was rough. Elton from Wisconsin. You're not a Packer fan, I take it. Welcome to Vikings you know, Line. I grew up in Minnesota, been out here a couple years, and now the Vikings are better. I can watch them on TV, and that's great. Your thoughts? Um, I thought some of Cousins' passes were a little questionable. That bad at stuff, at least one. They let Leonard Williams what, jump like seven feet in the air, block the ball. Cousins can't help that part. Some of the other stuff, yeah, but, man, they got to figure out something about those lines, those defensive line, they'll just throw their hands up in the air. Thank you. Ugh. Thank you, sir. All right, let's go to our friend Bob in Pennsylvania. Hi, Bob. Hey, how you doing, guys? Big win, first place, top of the division. That's the positive. Yeah. But, but. I've got to go with the negatives, especially some of these callers. All right, what's the dude, what, what game's he watching? You know, and he's complimenting the fact that he thought that Cousins had a good game. And then, and then the other guy, what's his name, Randy from Oakland, he says the win's not a factor at the Meadowlands. Well, let me tell you what. Go to the Meadowlands. I don't think he said that, Brian. Did he say that? Track, I don't think he said that. Either at the track, which I've been there for 10 years of my life. Yeah. Lost a lot of money, you know, but basically broke even. But been to a lot of games as Are you well drinking, Bob? as at the Meadowlands. And that wind is always a factor. Always. Yeah. No, I think Tom Brenneman really let us know that it was a and, factor. Over you know, and, and over that, and over. I mean, if you looked at some of the punts and the mistakes that the Jets made, they, they just kept keeping us in the game. And, I mean, the drop, balls that the Jets had, mm-hmm. we were we got really lucky in a lot of plays that game. But anyway, we got the win. Yep. You know, and then the uh, coming back to Cousins, that wasn't the first time he's thrown the, a pass, you know, laterally back to his running back. That happened in the Eagles game, mm-hmm. and he got lucky yep. in that Eagles game as well. So that's not the game. first time he's done that. No, and then I think even worse than that, how could you how could you keep running back towards your end zone <laughs> and yeah. and. Bob, you know, are, are you in a pool or a tub? Bob, 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 stop. Are, are yeah, you sorry. in a pool or a tub? I was just thinking the same thing. Yes, I am. I'm in my hot tub. That's You're, awesome. I love that, Bob. You gain serious points with Ventline for that. Because it's cold here. It's windy, you know? I mean, it's it's. I'm only 50 miles away from the Meadowlands. And like I said, I've been there a lot. i got to warm up, man. I was watching that game. I know how windy it gets at the Meadowlands. It's brutal. All right, Bob, thank you. We're going to end on that note because that was an awesome That's call. That's amazing. Well, you could hear some splashing. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, like, is he in a hot thought, tub? And or I is thought to myself, like, or is he just like. In, like, the Hudson River? Or, like, what, where is he, what is he doing? That was absolutely outstanding. All right, so the Vikings won. We all agree that's a good thing. Nobody's bashing them for making the most of that opportunity. Give the defense a ton of credit. Three interceptions. Three consecutive wins, too. They completely smothered Sam Darnold. That's exactly how you wanted them to see. And when they they were shorthanded, too. Yes. They played great, and they have now for three weeks. And there there is a very real chance that you're going to be playing the Saints next Sunday, though. You might be without Joseph. Uh, Griffin almost certainly. Anthony Barr and Rhodes. So that could be a rather tall task. All right, we are uh, done here on Ventline. We have soccer coming up, but Manny, you have something to tell us first. 
Yes, indeed. Lucky's 13 Pubs. Uh, thanks to them for sponsoring Vikings Vet Line. Lucky's has you covered for the best game day experience this football season. Tons of TVs, legendary appetizers, those amazing fresh half-pound burgers, half uh, hand-crafted sandwiches. Let me make sure I pronounce that properly. And uh, a wide variety of uh, many other pub favorites. The drink menu is fantastic. A huge selection of tap beer, handcrafted cocktails, the best Bloody Marys in town. Seriously, these bloodies are fantastic. Try the bacon bloody, the jalapeno bloody, the Mother Mary, or you know what? You can get a flight and try them all. Uh, plus, Lucky's has, uh, they, they celebrate Sunday fun day, happy hour all day long on Sunday, every Sunday, if you want to head out there to watch uh, watch the Purple play on Sundays. Uh, events, prize giveaways uh, during games as well. Lucky's has locations in Bloomington, Burnsville, Mendota, Plymouth, Roseville. Uh, if you're having people over for the game and you can't make it out to Lucky's, you can call ahead and order some of these great appetizers, and uh, they'll be ready for you to bring home when you get there to pick them up. Find them online, luckys13pub.com, luckys13pub.com. <laughs> 